Javi Montero and Jabo Moro Bennett. Oof. These boys. These boys are putting the team on their back, at least offensively. They are the dynamic duo. Bay Area, stand up and let's be heard. This summit has been created by the people for the people. No more This is everything and anything San Jose Earthquake related. This is Aftershock. Vamos San Jose. Welcome back to the Aftershock. Let's talk some Quakes news to start it off. Obviously, first we have the Open Cup loss for Sacramento Republic. Huge upset. I just want to start by addressing some of the fan concerns. Oh, the lineup wasn't good. Oh, we should go for a team, this, that, or the other. Ah, God, there's so many things wrong with that. It's in my opinion. Firstly, since the first week of this month, we are now at the end of the month. First week of this month, we had a game. A week later, we had a game. After that, there hasn't been a three to five day period consistently. I think we've had five, maybe, maybe six days rest max with games. We had regular season, open cup, regular season, regular season, open cup, regular season, open cup, regular season. We had a game Sunday, a tough game. Then we had to travel after a bunch of traveling to Sacramento. I know, I know it's only a little bit of travel, so it's not that bad. And then we play, I look, I, it's frustrating. Start, let's start with Matt Bersano. Uh, yes, the first goal, he could have done a little bit better. The second one was a rocket. Maybe he could have, but everyone was crying for after the open cup game, the first open cup game and the second one, have Matt start over JT, have Matt start over JT. Now I'm hearing a bunch of Ochoa, Ochoa. Matt was one of the best keepers in the USL. He's a competent keeper. He's a great keeper. Could Maybe could have done a little bit better on the first one, but the mark was wide open. The boys didn't come out to play. It was 104 degrees, and we were on three days rest, and two of them were in the starting 11 and played the full 90. The previous game, some of them came on as subs. Some of them are coming off of injuries recently. Plus, it's 104. On top of that, Sacramento just wanted more. Sacramento simply just wanted more. We were lackadaisical. We thought it'd just be given to us. We beat them all the time. They really went for it, and they got it. Props to them. Cup sets happen all the time. As far as not putting the A team out, this is what these cups are for, to get other players' minutes, to get possible trophies for domestic cups. And also, this is a second division team. We are a first division team. Shouldn't any player on the first division team be able to do a job for us? Shouldn't any player on a first division team be able to be the star and beat a second division team? And cups, again, cups that happen all the time. So it's just, it's frustrating. We should have won that game. And LA Galaxy beat LAFC. So that would have been perfect for us. And yes, it would have been great, but we didn't have the players for that. And it's not worth attempting to pretty much sack off two or three games and lose a potential six to nine points just for that. Because we go all in on the cup and then we lose it. Now we're so many games behind. I don't, I don't have a problem with the tactics or the people that went out. I have a problem with the effort that wasn't given, especially with the effort that fans made to go to the stadium and the, fan, the effort the front office made to get the fans there. Most of all, going to the game, what I'm most shocked about uh, as far as the game versus LAFC is the no pen call for Tommy Thompson. It's just, it's not consistent for me that if the first one's a penalty, that that's not a penalty. I guess he maybe he looked to go down too easily, but it wasn't even reviewed. And it, it wasn't even reviewed, and MLS just skipped it. They didn't add it to the highlight reel. They didn't talk about it. They didn't do anything. It's like it's being swept under the rug, which is just disgraceful. 
But if you want to know more about the game highlights specifically, you can check out The Aftershock. Now, let's move on to The Negative. Two silly goals conceded. That's that's the those are the main negatives for me. Two really silly goals conceded. The first one, Young Gregush. Uh, I don't know if it was him, but it kind of looked like it was him. It wasn't marking his man inside the box. Everyone else seemingly had a man. He was marking space. He goes to press. Guy's wide open. Gets an easy shot off inside the box. That's just silly. And then on the second one, Eric Romady gives a. And I, I've been a huge fan of Romady, and I've been praising him so much. It was a silly giveaway. And I think uh, I think about if you watch, they don't show it in the highlights, but if you watch the game, there were a few fouls, and they kept ste- uh, LAFC kept stepping in front of the ball, so we couldn't play it quick. And I think Romady was getting frustrated, so one time he tried playing it and hitting it off them, so that they um, the yellow card missed. This time I think he tried doing something similar, tried playing it quickly out of frustration, turns it over, and then just the counter. We couldn't deal with the transition quick enough, and we should be better at transition defense as well. So that's frustrating, and we just haven't been as doing as well on defense. Uh, I know Beeson and Agarin have come in for the last games, uh, Open Cup counting, including as well. Calvo uh, is on international duty. Nothing's back from uh, COVID-19, but yeah, just two silly goals. Uh, Tommy Thompson, I thought he did all right. A few more times he could have stepped. Paul Marie's really come into there, but yeah, defense needs to step it up a bit. A bit. And it's not just ability, it's just organization and it's mental lapses that are really frustrating really stay compact really force people wide just some of the simple things some of the tactics that we need to do it for the whole game and then injuries and fatigue jackson yule now is seemingly injured chofis is injured again marcos lopez is just coming back from injury shay's just coming back from injury we don't know if calva is going to pick something up while he's an international break nothing we don't know how his knee is now those are some of the speculations but i know jabo's had a bit of a tight hamstring here and there so it's just frustrating because it's been a busy schedule, but now with no Open Cup, especially after this game, we have our first big week off all in about a month's time. So hopefully this is a good rest for us. Oh, actually it might be two weeks since we have a bye next Saturday. So this will be very interesting for us and see how we recover, how we do, and then hopefully everyone's back and then we just can slowly start rowing the boat again. We don't have a home game for a long time. The next home game is even the Stanford game, June 25th, but the next one it. Uh, I almost said PayPal Park. Oh, it is PayPal Park. Uh, PayPal Park. Almost said Avaya. PayPal Park, I believe, is July 3rd versus Chicago Fire. Uh, I could be wrong on that, but it's going to be a long away game stretch, and we're just trying to come back from injuries now and fatigue, so all this travel is not going to help. And then last season, I know we have a different coach and a different style that isn't as taxing, but I remember the July through September spell with rough for injuries. We were just starting to go on a win streak then, and then Injury, injury, injury. So I hope that doesn't really carry over this season, but we'll see. Now for the positives. First one, Espinoza, I gotta give him credit. He went at defenders today. He took them on, not every time, but a few times. I still need to see it more, a lot more. But he went at defenders, he took shots on, and none of them went in, but they were challenging, and I liked that it opened up space. It made him more of a threat. It was great to see because, at least into my next point, it led to having Montero and Jabo more open, and oof. These boys, these boys are putting the team on their back, at least offensively. The, they are the dynamic duo. We we traded in Fierro and Rios for ball players, and it is crazy. They're so creative. They're moving up the ball. They're connecting together. They're looking to check. They're looking for space. They're just soaking on the ball. One, two is far out, close in, uh, not many touches, a lot of touches. It doesn't matter. They're creative for us. They're looking to be 
creative in the tech. They're going forward. They're going directly. They're going indirectly. Just everything is going through them is effective. And I just absolutely love the combination. I'm here for the Marrow and Jaybo show. And then Nothin. Nothin's back from health and safety protocols early. That's great. Get to see him again. And it was, I think I really shored up the defense a bit more. So it's really good to see that he's back healthier. So that adds to our lineup a bit more. Now for the unsung moment of the game. This one for me is going to have to go to Christian Espinosa's shot at the keeper. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. He was out wide. I don't remember if the 30th or 60th minute, but he shoots and it hits the top of the goalkeeper's hand, goes out for a corner. I like this because Espinosa is going direct and he's shooting from a, a tough angle instead of forcing the pass. When He's just trying to play quick. He's trying to be aggressive and he was going at defender. So that for me was the unsung moment of the match. Christian Espinosa being more aggressive. And now for the unsung hero of the match. This goes to Christian Espinosa again. Again, he's going at players. He, I don't think he had the best game. I think Montero and Jabo were the two best players, but the unsung hero for me, Espinosa, because he was going at players again. He was attacking them. That's what I want to see from my DP, especially him, because he was very effective at it this game. It opened up chances. Even the Jabo chance he tripped over. That was because Espinosa started to go at people. And yes, a Tommy Thompson dummy run and a Montero lovely ball played a big factor at that. But I like when Espinosa is going directly at people. I need to see more of that than him just running down the wing and then disappearing. Let's move on to fan questions. First one comes from Ivan Lara. Also, let's give a shout out to Ivan Lara and Ivan Lascas for always being consistent. Love you guys. Thanks for supporting the show. And the first one does come from Ivan Lara. I see what can we expect from the season? Tired of asking specifics. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. Um, I think it's a development year. I think we... I think people are earning contracts this year. I think they're earning spotting, starting spots for next year. I think that we are seeing that Jabo and Montero have been solid for us. I think Greg is just kind of falling off a little bit. Uh, Yule's already captain for us, national team player, so he's established. I think Ramadi's shining. So whether a new coach comes in, I think this is all showing for them being like, oh, I like that piece. I like that piece. I like that piece. I can build around that, and I just need these guys, and I don't want these guys. Or if Alex becomes uh, Coach Covey, becomes the full-time this is a, just a year to understand the players then we get a proper off season and then we go if we end up making playoffs or we end up making some good runs um later in the season or now that we're getting closer to the halfway point i think that's what it is but i can't expect this to be a serious season i can't expect it to be a not that we should take it as a joke or just start playing all the young players i think we should still try and win every game and still go for playoffs but i think it's really a scouting year for coaches to see what we have and for us to see what we have and what we need to improve on whether that's more defensive numbers whether it's better wingers whether it's a secondary striker from when jabo's hurt uh whatever it may be i have a lot i have alaska's that ask what is this defense we speak of i've never heard of it yeah yeah man we're conceding a lot of goals i don't even I don't even blame the defenders per se like the back line has been solid like there's moments where it's just everyone as a whole like top to bottom just mental lapses and we were seeing it around the 60 to 70th minute most but now it's just in game it's just we have to say and it's very mentally taxing and i can imagine the reason it's not happening in the 60 and 70th minute these last couple games is because we've had so many games in a row mentally we're not recovering as quickly this is just my guess and it's just so mentally taxing to be in a constant formation and constant shape and constantly talking to each other and especially if you're not getting results that's even worse and then you got to go into training it's just a cycle after cycle and then you see you're not in the playoffs i'm assuming we're getting just mentally exhausted i don't want to say the players don't have the iq to do it obviously we're not european level that i think that's just established no one's going to deny that but i think yeah it's just mental lapses and we need to become better with that <laughs>
boys.